0: Welcome to Long Beach Locals, a podcast presented to you by Active Life, located right here in Long Beach, New York. On this podcast, we're going to be connecting you with other local businesses and the people who run them so that you can get to know their stories. In today's episode, we are talking to Cedric Code, the head board member of the Martin Luther King Center located on Riverside Boulevard. In this episode, you'll hear Cedric's origin story to get to his position as a board member, but more importantly, how fulfilling it is to provide such a positive impact to the youth. Growing up in Long Beach his whole life, Cedric has always been a positive role model and gave young kids in the community someone to look up to. He has strived to be a voice for the voiceless and continues to make strides at the MLK community to be as inclusive as possible for anyone and, and everyone. Over the last few years, there has been plenty of setbacks, but none strong enough to stop the important mission behind him and everyone involved at the MLK Center for delivering it to the youth. When you enjoy this episode, please like, subscribe, and leave us a review on your favorite platform to listen to other podcasts. If you have a business here in Long Beach and would like to be featured on a future episode of the podcast, please send an email to info at activelifelongbeach.com. We'd love to connect with you and highlight your business right here on Long Beach Locals. Let's get to the show. Welcome to another episode of LB Locals. Today, we got Cedric Code from the MLK Center, leader. Staying here, been here his whole life, and love to see what he's doing with the community. He's been helping everybody out since day one, since I've known him. Said, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Appreciate for you. Going out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us a little about yourself. I want to know how this came about, your role here, and the services provided here. Uh, well, let me see. Let me get this right. There we go. <laughs> uh, I
1: started here. I started coming here as a kid like i don't even know the age very young because um my grandmother she was the board chair here so you know just like the rest of the kids in the neighborhood you know she brought me here so i always grew up around here and then as i got older um once she passed and then um, james hodge you know took over and um, shout out james yeah he, yeah yeah facts um so he took over and then uh he uh he got me involved in here At age 14 i became the youth council president mm-hmm. so once that started clicking i as I got older and the more stuff I started doing and volunteering, um, I never had a job here. Still don't. I don't get paid for my position now. Everything's just all volunteer okay, service. So I just started been just doing programs, you know, fundraisers, everything you could think of when it comes here. Um, and then really in like 2020 when the pandemic happened, that's when I joined the board and that's when stuff really started like cuz we were shut down there's nothing to do so we was feeding 700 people outside a day I remember that um so then and then you know we needed money so like I had hosted the virtual 5k for MLK everybody it was kind of crazy like I never thought it would take out that big and then we you know the passion of George Floyd so we had hosted uh me and uh Thomas uh hosted the uh the rally for that and then that's when all the attention started coming more towards the M L K and then October was t- about to be a year and like said next week actually, that's when I got sworn in. I was voted to be president and to take over after James Hodge as many years and then now, you know, I just been you know, we rebuilt the whole team. We got a whole new staff now, a whole new administration. And we just spent this last year just rebranding, getting this building and this agency back to where it's been. And, you know, shout out to the team at MLK here. You know, they, they, they do an amazing job day in, day out. So, you know, that's, sure. that's pretty much the story, man. I just, sure. I just been here for years. <laughs> <laughs> spent like, your time. Yeah, yeah, your I don't mean, look at it like a job, man. No. It's like my home. I just come here. And, then, mm-hmm. you know, all of us, we just come here and put in this work. Just do what we do, that's all. Yeah,
0: and that's what I remember a lot growing up, too. I've been in in and out of this place, always with my boys, always with all my friends. Everybody wanted to come after school, be here at, at the MLK Center. Maybe after practice, everybody wants to shoot hoops or just kick it. Everybody wants to hang out. Um, it meant a lot to everybody, you know, all the work that was put into this place. You don't realize the amount of services a lot of families are, mm-hmm. don't have. You know, like I know one of the services here, you guys provide Wi-Fi for these kids. A lot yeah, of kids yeah, like yeah, kids, yeah. don't we even realize. You
1: got the community Wi-Fi, so, you yeah. know, you could just, you know, you could search it up. You'll see community, you'll see MLK guests. You can, and then the password is actually kids2016. So, you know, um, a lot of families I know around use it. That's so why it's probably not as strong, <laughs> on it. but, you know. It's something. It's something. So, you know, they we do have a few uh, community guest Wi-Fis available in the area, and that's just like, that's not even, that's like the smallest the base, thing. Yeah, there, that's like so. the tip of the iceberg. I want to hear more uh, about yeah, the other yeah. services you so, guys got going on. Uh, you know, on. actually today, today's Friday, so um, in the morning we uh, we're a food pantry as well. So uh, shout out to Mr. Melvin. He was, if you seen him when he came in, you, they always everybody know Mr. Melvin. He's our chef here. He does every little bit of everything, but he's mainly in charge of the kitchen and the food. So we we get food from Nassau County, and we open up at like ten, but at like seven o'clock in the morning, there's a line out that door around the corner, people waiting to come. That's a So good. That's, that's just a that's how we. Yeah. You know, that's one of the things we do here on, us on Friday, and then we you know the kids about to roll in soon. We got our after school program, which I love. Um, Because last year when we started we only had one kid here Um, when I first got in here um, We only had like one kid here Um, We had like two staff members Um, And it was only there was no programs when I started nothing so to come back now We started back last year started with one kid last September now this September we started with 40 kids and and I think that was probably the success of our summer program where, you know, we started our summer program, which we haven't had in a few years. And we brought that back and pretty much just revamped it where they were doing STEM, you know, like they learned how to build computers from scratch, which, you know, kid kid, kid from North crazy. Park area, you know what I mean? Every kid around, no, coming from this area, mm-hmm. we not learning to build no computers no, at like at nine, so, you know? So that was big for me to see. And then we had them going swimming twice a week. And when we first started in the summer program, they... Uh, they was all in the shallow end. You know, you do the swimming test. Mm-hmm. None of them could swim. At the end of the summer program, they was all doing front flips and dives and the deep end. So to see that, see a bunch of black kids from the neighborhood knowing how to swim, especially we surrounded by nothing mm-hmm. but water That that, that you know, that's all. Who you know, was helping you know. uh,
0: run the swim program? And everything. Shout out my man,
1: Scooter, and Cliff, Woody, Scooter, and all of them. Marine, the whole Scooter family, man, they've been big supporters of MLK for years. They taught me how to surf because we go surfing all the time, <laughs> you know. So and you know they took the kids surfing um, every year. They just they just huge supporters of us and make sure that you know our kids are getting the same access, you know, that the rest of the kids whether in the eastern or in the um the western because you know the north park area which is this area is heavily forgotten and that's why this building is so important to us because you know we can't go down to whatever community centers down there because they may not they can't afford all the programs you know what i'm saying neither anywhere yeah. else even the after school programs, some of our kids can't afford to do morning care and stuff like that so in the morning you know we open this up and then after program and it's all free everything for kids is free because, you know, you know, even that's why we feed them. You know, mm-hmm. not how, I, don't, I think it's crazy that kids got paid pay for school lunch. Some parents can't. You
0: know they I mean? can't even afford it. And it's not something so, that's overlooked. So, you know, you know when overlooked. they
1: come here, you know, they, whether they, they didn't eat lunch there, they're going to eat great here. You know, Mr. Mm-hmm. Melvin's a great cook. He makes sure these kids eat, like, gourmet meals. <laughs> when I was younger coming here, we just had the sandwiches and stuff. What so these kids get? get, like, a different... Like, I swear it's like a five-star meal every time, and They get like two entrees, and, like after they get fed, like they kings and queens, and you know, that's what we pretty much are doing here now. Um, and that's the main thing too, What I came in, a lot of it was just heavily focused on sports in the past and stuff like that, so we pretty much just like put that on hold for now. The main thing we focus on these kids is mental health and education. Um, and that's- Community. Yeah. Most of the programs we got in here now, we got like the Beautiful Me program, Tessa program, um, shout out to sharon weiss um mm-hmm. we brought that here that's a self-esteem program for young girls um i have a daughter so um she did that program years ago and i watched how it changed her so when i got in here i was like oh we gotta bring that in here because you know one thing i got very high respect for is women mm-hmm. and i believe in having a daughter and i was raised by a mother and my grandmother yeah, girl I got dad. sister yeah girl dad so it's just like i don't respect women and helping women build themselves up because man Ain't nobody touching. They strong in us, man. We Dude, dunk without women, up. man. We straight dunk, man. We ain't get, This world probably go burning straight in up. flames. So, we making sure we helping build these young. And that's why, you know, I also hired. You know, we got a lot of women. You know, I got a woman executive director, Melissa Spleen. Mm-hmm. Shout out her. She's been doing an amazing job. She came in out the gate and just been grinding and grinding and helping push this agency. Like I'm so proud of the growth. Um, Andrea, you guys met earlier, hired mm-hmm. a woman administrator. She came in and added even more. And it just makes my, you know what I mean? the woman's touch. It's the woman's touch. Yes. People don't understand. It's a Chico, People don't man. So, that. With them and then, you know, and then the other staff, of course, already had, we already had males in the building, but, like, I wanted women because we have more girls than young boys. And we can't, you know, even as a, even my father of a uh, young daughter, I can't, you know, teach a woman how to be a woman and, you know, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So to see them, to see women of color, like that looks like them looks like they mom and stuff Mm -hmm. and like powerful positions that's you know that's very huge for them and so we got that's one of the programs too and um we just got a lot of mentorship programs uh we bring it back the stem program for the kids we actually partner with the city count the long beach city long beach with the arts and crafts program Mm -hmm. you know our kids is out there doing arts and crafts um mr sharif we got sharif fordham working here too uh played at st john's played in nba he got like masters, doctors, you know. So he has both backgrounds in sports at the highest level and education. So he um he takes he controls our sports and recs activities. Our kids actually just finished second, and um we had a our uh, AU thirteen and under basketball league here. So you know we do pretty much everything for the kids. We actually going to the college fair at Hampshire tomorrow. We got a high, awesome. you know, we going there. We'll be there. We taking the high school kids over there. Um, i feel like we got so many pro i feel like i'm missing some uh we got a media room we got the media program upstairs we got a whole recording studio backdrop cameras keyboards uh shout out um mr clark he put the whole thing together he volunteered doesn't want to dime doesn't want to be on the paid staff he just wants to come help and i love people like that so yeah we got a lot got a lot especially for the kids um so that's just for the kids. But then we got our senior program for the, the seniors. They come in here. Mr. Melvin takes care of them every Tuesday and Thursdays. They play their cards. Mr. Melvin feeds them. They watch their Westerns. Mm-hmm. They do a little Zumba. So, you know, they move <laughs> a little around. They actually they got pedicures. That's dope. And stuff. So, um, but right now the main focus is what we're trying to do is um, are more so on adult programs. You know, um, a lot of people don't know this area is the highest in overdoses right now. And um over the past two years probably lost about like 16 to 20 people like we got kids in our program probably around like 16 15 kids that lost their parents in the last year here so what we trying to do is make this now a narcotics anonymous site Mm -hmm. and just get a lot of drug abuse um programs in here to help uh, you know you can never stop that you know you can't stop addiction but you can help you get to do do whatever you can and stuff like that try to you know Try to save some of these kids' innocence because they see that, you know. So I, mean, I, I walk outside and I see people like nodding off and stuff like that, and the kids just be staring at them. And you know, they don't kids really... Kids are sponges. They don't. Yeah, people yeah, they don't, don't realize really that. 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 They'll, you know, they'll that's take one that. In. Thing, you know, that's one thing. That we make sure we try to pride You know, to do to keep here is to protect their innocence. Kids, you know what I'm saying? They shouldn't be growing up that fast and seeing that stuff. Yeah, we did when when I was younger, of course. And I know how that affected me in the long run, and I know what that can do to them. Mm -hmm. Especially now, it's worse nowadays. These kids got, you know what I mean, like, back then, you'd be 14, you may smoke a little weed. You know what I mean? These kids are going straight to pills. Yeah. So, like, um...
0: Some real life-changing shit. Yeah, so it's just
1: like, you know, now, um, we just want to make sure we get that containment of the drug abuse and drug addiction that's going on in the area. Um, We've had Narcan training here and stuff like that, and, you know, we've reached out to Reach, uh long beach reach we're trying to see how we can get something going on partnership here just to get some counselors just something that they could talk people could talk to um we also got some parent workshops because you know I, I work at the high school so we got a little something back over there trying to get some you know to help parents understand the teens teens understand the parents try to build that mesh, yeah. and that communication so like i said just mainly mental health and education right now is what we focusing
0: on for pretty much just everybody. Yeah, yeah, and that's something big that we wanted. That's why I was so adamant about us getting together, yeah, talking, and sitting down. Like we wanna we're creating a uh, health fair. For adults uh, this January, we wanted to make sure you guys are behind us. We want you guys oh, to be yeah, there yeah, and like have those why, conversations. I also want to talk to yeah, you about yeah, that, too. Because we, yeah, 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 like, we, we're very adamant about that, too. We know this is a forgotten area in Long yeah, Beach. You know? People yeah. are afraid to go, come down here, but they don't realize yeah, the don't beauty, realize, the community, yeah, the man, culture here. Over, that's what I'm saying. Man. We have fun so, over here. Absolutely. You know, people,
1: we take care of everybody over here. So
0: That's the beauty and, of Long Beach. That's why
1: I was, too, like, you know, I've been trying to get more exposure to them. Okay, you know, so many people come up to me. They'd be like, oh, I never knew about this building. I'm like, how can you miss this? Yeah. Right, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you going to McDonald's. Yeah, like, right? You have can't to miss see this. this yeah, you know <laughs> I mean, so like, um, like even when that whole thing in 2020, when we started getting a lot of exposure after the whole protest of George Floyd, so many people came here and they was just like, "Oh my God, I never knew about this building." And I'm just like, yeah, I yeah. how, bro, Like the building been here since 81. Yeah, since like 81. So it's just like. I don't know how you can miss this yeah. big building. So and it's, and it's always in the newspaper and stuff like that. Yeah. That's what you know. And then you know, like people always say, like there's oh, there's nothing going on. You got to come in the building. I'm not gonna sit there and, and try to push it in your face. What we got? We'll promote mm-hmm. it how we can. Word of mouth flyers, social media. If you still can't be reached on that, then you need to come take. It, especially Physically, if you live in this yeah. area. Come on, come on in and see what we got. People coming in all the time. And when they do come in and they meet. They meet people like mr melvin or andrea or melissa or sharif ryan torn even pops even pops mrs deloach our, <laughs> our, our maintenance man they fall in love with them because their um, the personalities are just so pure yeah and, I, you know uh, what i'm saying like people don't you know what i mean like they don't get you know you know what i mean like we not no rich we're non-profits yeah. you know what i'm saying i can't <laughs> people don't realize yeah, yeah people people don't realize, realize man people like realize you know that. we don't get that much money but you know we do stuff you do what you can with what you believe got. In, you know it's it's posted it's just like you know what i mean pay it forward that's all mm-hmm. that's all i was taught to pay for
0: and it was nice to see it being welcomed by by mel you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. miss mel was the first person i see i'm like it's like how you doing sir yeah, you know man. like that's a beautiful person beautiful soul to see especially walking into this place i want to know as a long beach native what has the mlk done for you and the impacts made in your life and just the way you were brought up Shit, sure, saved my life
1: man Um, definitely this place you know if I get angry, you know, or I get in trouble, they grab me up, throw me in here, lock me in the gym, you know, or take me out of town. Like going, coming here, you know, I got, we went, you know, we used to go on trips. Like I got to go see the White House. I never thought I'd ever be there. Never. Yeah. So like to go see Obama's inauguration speech, that they, they took us crazy like we had met Governor Patterson back in the day like the first African American governor of New Jersey and like to like seeing stuff like that is crazy like coming from where we come from especially public housing and the area over here North Park area it's just like you know you never think you're gonna leave these streets you yeah know what I'm it's like it's like a big wall And then even with, like, Mr. Sharif, he's been here for a while. He's been here since I was a kid, and him taking me to basketball tournaments all over New York and not just thinking, oh, I can only play basketball here or at the high school. He took me to Rucker Park to play. He took us to Rucker Park to go play. Um, I remember we got to go see Ron Artest. We got to go to St. John's to see the – you know what I mean? So this place, it kept me off the streets, and it it showed me that it's just like – it's just. It's just a better this life so much so much it's so beautiful out there man like and even college yeah. i didn't i didn't think i was gonna go to college i was like nah and then we went to a college fair and i was just like man like they were showing me all the stuff and all the opportunities and stuff and then once even with my gift with football and that just made it even easier so it was just like it just it actually humbled me too this place mm-hmm. so it just taught me a lot of life lessons and it shaped me to be the man i you know whether i made it because coming in this place is like a judgment-free zone yeah so whether i made mistakes or anything or if i felt like i failed my family or my community or anybody coming in here all that go away because you know no matter what's going on something gonna take your mind off it and make you feel better coming in here always so like i said this place just saved me and shaped me into the man who i
0: am today yeah and i'm honestly i'm so I, like i i'm so like admiring of this place the it's just a building of mentors you know yeah, yeah. seeing There's the kids these kids yeah, like yeah. you said it yourself it's like i didn't see myself going to college i didn't see myself leaving here yeah, like yeah. Uh, other kids and with a lot more privilege a lot more to that are given to them that's already in their head the second they graduate high school it's like all right i'm exactly. going to college like kids out here that's not even a second thought sometimes but Especially, now to be able to build that man, bridge like, like that's a whole nother gap of generational wealth and that's not we're not even talking about a monetary value we're talking about building the future the this future. is free. Man. kids who equal future opportunity, Long
1: Beach, man. These are our kids, man. How we look, not trying to take
0: care of them and steer
1: them in the wrong direction. Like you know, what I mean, I hate when the OGs, you know, they they say the game is to be told, not sold, and that's the truth, bro. Like for a fact. You know what I'm saying? You gotta teach these kids and steer them the right way so they don't make the same mistakes that we did growing up, and then they can help elevate this place. This place, you know, I hate when people try to make it seem like a dump, mm. or they try and make it seem like, now nah, this, yeah, all right, bro this is public housing yes it's every area is full of poverty there's you know there's junkies of crime all you know what i'm saying but at the end of the day there's a a lot of great people in this it's neighborhood community. Bro, that's just struggling because they either didn't have the resources knowledge and that's pretty much what this community center is for like we bring in a lot of outside programs outside knowledge to help these people like we partner with the eoc to help you know them you know they got their flies up there to bring affordable housing and people give knowledge about affordable housing and stuff like that you know um you know we've had job fairs here trying to get people jobs you know we're working on a career fair here we're actually working on um we're working on a career a career fair job fair for felons you know what i'm saying because everybody know when they get out it's hard to get a actual job with yeah. a felony and you know and that's what keeps them stuck because you know they got to get a low-end job and you can't afford to pay rent and you're struggling and, and you this gotta, and that and, and now you and just got to go back to what you know and then you're yep. back in the cycle because you get caught and you're back in jail and it continues
0: it's almost like it was meant to be against us
1: yeah, yeah, yeah something like, that. Something like but, that yeah
0: <laughs> but you know um
1: i don't you know you know whether to that it's just like you got to have that, like, you know, like, nothing can't stop you. Like, whether, whatever they throw at you, you just got to keep pounding. Because once you give in, you're giving them the power. So, like, that's why I feel like, um, like, I, I I love this position because, like, the kids get to see me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and even mine has kind of tripped me out when I look at myself mm-hmm. like where I'm at now, you know, from where I used to
0: be. So... And yeah, man. That was gonna be my follow up question. Was like, how has your perspective being here, like growing up as a kid, and the influence it's had on the future generations? Like, how, what does that do for them? Well, to see like somebody coming from where they were at to now. Um, I see it firsthand with my daughter. Like
1: how she sees me. And stuff like she was here, you know, like she sees me in the news, like she sees me in the newspaper, like they talk about her all they talk about me to her, all the teachers talking me at the school and stuff, and you know, so Dad for her it's a celebrity the yeah, yeah, celebrity, you know pretty much you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like you know, like my nickname, like a lot of people they call me the mayor, so like you know, like she jokes with me about that, but she sees like every time we go out, she sees how many people speak to me and stuff like mm-hmm. that. She was like, wow. I'd be like, in my mind, it's like, no, you know, baby, this is nothing. Like, this is just, people just this be this nice. Just you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But for her to see how much I impact people, because I bring her to certain stuff. Like, I brought her to the, when we did the turkey drive. Like, I bring her around when we do just to show it, like, yo, this is what you're going to be doing too. Mm-hmm. You know, this is like our last names is on this building. Like, my grandmother's last name, you know. Yeah. And then they're going to put mine, you know, because I'll be a board chair. And, you know, it's like, this is, you know, I just wanted to leave a legacy. So like for me, I mean, yeah, that's it. Like I'm, I'm content now. I've been here since I was 14 and all the stuff I did, like God forbid, if I passed away today, I'd be good. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like And I think my daughter, you know, she would know too, cause like she she sees it now and all the kids see it now. And I think they got like more of a respect for me because I got, one thing with me is, is uh, I love about myself is I got a bridge between both the older generation and younger generation. Like the OGs respect me highly. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, they rock with me. But ever since I've been a kid, because I've always carried myself a certain way. And then the younger generation, they rock with me too, because I connect with. I'm still young. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I know I've been here for 15 years, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm only 29. You know what I'm saying? So, um, the younger kids, I still could relate to them and connect with them, and they rock with me more. That's why you know I, I was working at the school district for like five years, and then I left, and then I came back this year. You know because I was like, you know what, I. At the high school Because that's the perfect time To get Because mm-hmm. that's when I was Reached in And brought in here Around there So um, Watching them How they really rock with me and, and respect me And you know Listen to me Like when they really I'd be sitting out, Like when I'd be talking to them And they really be listening I'd be like I'd be mm-hmm. like
0: Wow It's kind of like yeah, a super That's how you got, you know you got it like, so, yeah, It's like I got something uh, to say Yeah because I know tough. When
1: I was a kid I was like oh, I ain't mm-hmm. trying to listen to old head yeah, talking yeah, about nothing But now it's just like I feel like mm-hmm. they look at me different Like I'm not I'm not going like Sweat them like too much or you know what i mean like i understand y'all kids are gonna do what y'all do but let's just do a little something you know let's Mm -hmm. maneuver in different ways and stuff and you know there's other ways like i'm teaching them how to get jobs and now like listen you can still make a lot of money at nine to five at your age Mm -hmm. i'm saying rather than go take that other route um so just you know seeing that positive impact i have on the
0: youth um yeah you yeah it you, makes like i said it feels like superpowers so yeah you're in that leadership role yeah. now what do you feel like has changed you know like you say you, me? You, yeah you've been a natural born leader um, you've been in it and now like starting from being a kid to now being given a, a full time like a real leadership role in writing you're not saying you was never a leader you was always Nah, yeah, a leader, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but now what has changed to you mentally yes patience patience
1: man like because when something goes right Everybody loves you. When something go wrong, yep. it, it, can't even, it can't even be my fault. It does nothing to do with me. Still got to take it at the end of the day. Yeah. So like, and then you hear all the chatter, like you know what I'm saying? Because like, this is a big position to have. People probably, and they know me. I'm not your regular. I don't do politics. I'm not going to be in newspaper speaking. I'm not going to be shaking. I'm just going to we're going to come and do the work here. I don't need to be out there all over radios and this and that and I don't like that. That's mm-hmm. not who I am. You know, I like to be relaxed. You know what I'm saying? Oh, only reason we're doing this because I, know, I, I yeah, rock with I you. So, you. so it's I like, you. yeah, yeah. So um I would have told you, Yo, go get my executive director. Yep. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'd rather put the shine on her. I just like to be somebody in the back, you know, because you could really get there's so much that come with this position stuff, you know. I never realized. I thought this I was just gonna be able to get in here and continue doing what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. That was fun to me. It's it's not that, it's not as now, funny yeah, no yeah, more because yeah. it's certain, like, when I want to do something, I got to, you know, whether I'm still the boss, I still got to get permission to do certain stuff. I mm-hmm. can't just go out and do it. I thought when I got in here, I was like the president of the United States. I'm <laughs> going to do this. I'm going to do this. Now I see when they be giving all them promises and debates. I mean, mm-hmm. they don't come through. I'd be like, man, it's kind of hard. It, yeah. So, you know, it's just the patience that came with it and helped me build in the thick skin because you're going you're gonna to hear it from all kind of angles. And, um. And you're not gonna get the, the support you thought you would ever get. You mm-hmm. know, I thought, you know, I really, truly thought when I got in here, I was gonna get like every everybody behind me. I said, oh, "We about to take this to the sky," and we still are, and we still For have sure. been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the process, the progress we've made so far has been amazing, and we've been doing it with barely nothing. So that's how I knew. That's how I know we about to really take this to mm-hmm. the sky. So like that's why I said the patience, because it's just like. Like I said, when I started, we only had one kid in here, and I was like, "What am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm about to let this building fail." And then for us to come back now, we got 40 kids consistently coming. We got so many programs consistently thriving, and stuff that we' bout to do. Uh you know? Like, we, I do not ruin no surprises, but we got stuff coming and stuff like that. So, for a fact, it's just uh, it's just it's just been a roller coaster ride. So just the patience definitely has been um helping out.
0: Yeah, when I was um given this role to be able I was told you're gonna to run the podcast This is what you're gonna be doing I want you to go around town and talk to people uh, and they were they were telling me like you go to these big businesses like the ones that have been in town for a minute blah 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 and I was like I want to shine them okay center. This is a spot I was hanging out at as a kid. I know the amount of the impact it's had on not yeah. only me, but every kid, all, all my friends a lot that out of kids, here. Yeah, you know, like less fortunate, and I knew that. And it was like giving me that humble experience let me know like people need help, people want to be helped, people not just be helped. Everybody is everybody, you know what I mean? We're all humans, so why can't we keep doing the thing together? Yeah, exactly. You know?
1: That's the thing I think people probably got like, you know. Misunderstood with this building, like this is probably only for the black community, and people don't even realize. Yeah, it's probably more white kids that come in here and play basketball than black kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got you know, we have a whole Jewish school that comes in here,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and stuff like that. Like, we have a bilingual program come, you know what I'm saying? So, this isn't just you know, for the black community because it's set in a predominant black area. Mm-hmm. Nah, man, we open them doors to everybody because everybody. You know? when we do the food pantry. Give a damn what color you mm-hmm. are, man. Mr. Melvin's going to make sure you get some bread, water, and milk. He's Don't care scary. what you are. And that's what people, I, I you know, I, I hate that. Like, you know, they try to make this, you know, even like the, the media stuff. And the Herald, they try to make it. Like, this is not no sad sob story nah. over here. You know what I'm saying? We are doing what. We Any do. community yeah. should be doing is servicing the community of Long Beach. Helping. Mainly the North Park area because the North Park area is forgotten more. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean we don't service everybody. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's more than welcome to come in the doors. The doors never shut down for nobody. So.
0: Um, yeah, it's just like come on in. Yeah, we love it over here. What motivated you to come back here and take on this leadership role? Like, be like, I'm, I'm here now. I'm, I'm able to do this. I know what I can do. Um, I I'm never able left. Able that's the, thing. <laughs> that's the thing.
1: I mean, I went, I went away to college, and um, I was still active. Even when I came home on breaks and stuff like that, I was still participating, volunteering um, whenever I can and coming in. I always come. I used to come and play basketball here every time Monday, Thursday, Sunday. Be like even as. Even as an adult, just coming here and getting good cardio and running with the kids, the young kids, the young boys, trying to keep my game sharp. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so I never left. Um, even there was times I, I, I still, even now, I still feel like I, I'm good. Like, let me let the next person run it up. But you know, I still got some unfinished business. You know, I just, you know, but just not leaving. So me staying here and I, it just felt right. Um, at first, I turned this down. Like they asked me, probably for like. A whole year before I actually gave in and mm-hmm. said, "Yeah, it's like, yo, you gotta do, what you gotta do." And I was just like, "Nah, this ain't for me. I don't want, I don't want to be in no spotlight, no camera. I like what I do. I do this jingly because I love in this. The back off, let um, do what you gotta do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's why I say I've never been paid here, I've never worked here. Um, so yeah, so like, just being here, this is home. Like I mm-hmm. said, this is home. You know, it don't feel like work. It don't feel like. Anything else except, hey, we coming inside of a building that's been home to us for years.
0: Yeah, I wanna, I wanna hear more too about the type of impact that this has had on the future generations. Uh, of course, we could talk, we could talk about this all day. Yeah, from yeah. You to me to the every single kid that's about to come in here for the after school yeah, program, but um, the kids who come up to you, talking to you, like said. I want to be like you when I grow up. I want to do what you do. I yeah, want to be that influence. Yeah, they don't say that. You know, but to an I hope extent. Not, but, you know, I don't <laughs> want them to
1: be like me. I want them to be better than me. I want them – that's why we showing them all these different things because when I was growing up, you know, it was mostly just sports. They was pushing a ball in my hand. That's the narrative in the black community. Like, yo, push a ball in their hand. Mm-hmm. bro. like, nah, man, nah, man. I don't know the crazy part about it. I was playing football my whole – I thought I was going to the NFL. So I got to college and I was just like, I don't even like, why, why, so, you you know, I, don't, I, I love football, yeah. I love playing. It, but like, once I got to college, I was like, nah, I, I feel I like I need to be doing something else. I'm like, educated, I'm like, yeah, you know what so I mean? Yeah, I'm not just another number, I'm, I'm educated. Yeah, and then when I found out, you know, I like cameras and editing videos, I got into that. And that's been, you just, you know, that's one of my hobbies that I, I truly love to do. I just love creating. Mm-hmm. So whether I'm creating stuff here, or creating opportunities for people here, or just creating anything in general, I just love creating. So. Um, my thing here is just try and push these kids to see what they true potential. Cause we got a lot of kids that are great artists, they are great story writers. They you know they be on that TikTok. They got great personalities. That's why I want that media room now because I love I love the whole TikTok thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and the social media for them. Cause it's you see a lot of young kids. They per they real personality. They feel like that's who they can be, and that's what I feel like a lot of these kids here. In this neighborhood, they don't get to really be kids and let their personality show because they get their innocence robbed at a young age, I and mean, people don't Fair understand. Right. That. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So having them, having them be able to see and do the things that's you know, because growing up, be like, you, know, you get made fun of if you wanna if you ain't want to pick up a ball, and you wanted to go actually do some schoolwork, go write a story, yeah. Like, so read, it's just like, like seeing, you know, giving kids that exposure and that opportunity now, and letting them try to tap into their potential. Um, that's what it's about. You know, that's you know, that's what really motivates me and that's what makes me feel good that we we're doing something here that's not the normal, that's been the normal for years, it's just, oh yeah, put a ball in your hand. Keep putting a ball, oh you you tall, put a ball in your hand. Mm-hmm. Nah man, yo, you could pick up a microphone, go play, try to play this guitar, play this piano. i, I believe in the arts, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like dance music or all that like because we got kids like it'd be amazing what they can draw I'd be mm-hmm. like, you drew that, like there's no there's no mm-hmm. nothing mm-hmm. to trace or nothing they be just doing that off memory i'd be like and the stories they write or you know just like seeing kids build computers like that was crazy it's crazy yeah? like, like I, you know, you crazy. Know I mean i'd be having trouble now working a mac you know? <laughs> <laughs> so like to see them do that is just like crazy and i hope that like and that's why i said my main thing i really we really want to bring that career day here when we bring that here to see um you know people in higher positions in different careers rather than just they see athletes and rappers all the time, and that's what people push them to. I got no problem with that, but let's let's, so make, sure, let's more, make sure let's make sure they try everything first before we just and just you know, having the opportunity for we just it. shove you know shove their future in their hand and try to dictate that for them, so mm-hmm. um just giving them the exposure and opportunities is definitely what you know helps me. You know it makes me feel better. we see that we're doing the right thing over here.
0: Cool. when's the next event that's gonna be happening here?
1: Uh Halloween probably I guess that's more so for the kids, but yeah, Halloween we definitely um we're doing uh for for the high school kids they're gonna do a little costume party here Friday night, you know what I mean <laughs> uh let them have their fun, let them be kids and stuff you know, and then on um that Monday. We gonna turn this. We we got some hay bales, pumpkins. We are gonna turn this. We are gonna have a trunk or treat outside. A bunch of activities inside. Like we gonna have a little red walkway for the kids. how they come down with their costumes? And we gonna do, you know, have some fun here, man. It's Halloween. You know what I mean? Yeah, let the kids let be the fun. Let the kids so, have fun. Uh, yeah, October. That's that, and then November. You know, we got our turkey drive and our annual community dinner coming up. Um. We do have a huge fundraiser coming up. You know, we'll be. I don't want to address the details soon because it is major, and I want to make sure we come correct. But just you know, everybody look out for that definitely. Yeah, know. when you
0: when you get that in order, I want to know. You send me that link. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, get yeah that going. definitely,
1: definitely. Um, and then um, December we got you know 25 days of Christmas. We got a big Christmas party. We always do. Uh, we give out the toys, give out gift cards. You know, bunch of pizza and candy. They got like hot cocoa machines and stuff. You know we have fun so like those like the next big things coming up as for like the holidays usually when we do like other big things you know uh it'll be on our social media and stuff like that but uh like i said we're going to the college fair at Hofstra taking the high school kids there taking about like 20 high school kids on a bus Hofstra you know it's like life after high school workshop and that's that's the main thing too like they gotta learn because when I left high school, I didn't know nothing about like scheduling mm-hmm. classes and stuff. Financial like that. aid. financial. Aid, for- you know, <laughs> <laughs> like when I got that financial aid check back, man, I blew it. I wish I did. I was like, I say this with me. Yeah, yeah like, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, I want to make sure they, they get you know, they get the right knowledge mm-hmm. and stuff and how to make their classes because when I was a freshman, my classes were scattered. I had a class at eight and a class at twelve. In class at six and then i was like but when i learned how to actually schedule my classes i was done my classes by one mm-hmm. you know so um just letting them again just getting that early exposure to them getting that knowledge to them so they don't make the same mistakes that you know i did and anybody else did that went to college first you know didn't use law no so especially as a student athlete i ain't know nothing about an ncaa clearinghouse you know um so i want them you know to know about that too if they're going to choose the sport route in college as well so uh, definitely, that's what's coming up so far. Uh, like I said, we got plenty of stuff coming. If you got some bottles and cans, bring them down. We got the pink cans for breast cancer. They come and take them. You know, each bag is a, a large cash donation to breast cancer awareness. You know, it's October, so we definitely got to shout that out. Shout out Dana Monty too, Mrs. Monty at Lido Elementary. She she actually uh, she beat that. She you know they she caught it early and got rid of it. So shout out Dana Monty and all other women going through the breast cancer breast cancer survivors too,
0: you know for a fact like you said, I appreciate your time. I appreciate, appreciate you. Congratulations, here with us. man! I, I see everything. That, man. You know I love me? seeing Trying, my boy, man. man. Like man. I said, like we uh, seeing everything coming about. Everybody being yeah. in leadership roles now and doing something bigger for this community. I'm just glad and happy, grateful. Like I could keep going on the, with the list about how happy I feel with everybody yeah, in Long Beach, the younger communities building into leadership roles and doing yeah, I their still, thing.
1: Y'all, y- y'all, young boys, man. Like the kids, young than me. Y'all really like doing a lot, man. Trying, I love man. to see it, man. Like yo, for real, man. Proud of you too, Appreciate man. I'm proud that, of you, man. I'm proud of your journey that you've been taking. I've been watching you ever since you was a kid, you know, since coming over there, Mike, and know, yeah. <laughs> so to see you, man. Shout out, Michael. Yeah, shout out, Mike, man. <laughs> One the best artist in the world right there, boy. That boy got a gift for real. Her Check facts. my boy Art Page up, yep. too, man. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely
0: proud of you and what you guys got going on here, man, for sure. Yep, and this definitely won't be the last episode. We'll definitely reach out again, get you guys going, yeah, and do whatever we can Yeah, we definitely Spin Block,
1: help. man, update y'all, man, definitely, man, because oh, we, we got to get more. You know, you guys wanna volunteer, all we ask is one hour one day, one hour a week, man. You know what I'm saying? That's all just commit to us for that. We don't need much. Um, you know, you want you want to come join programs, come on down, we'll explain all you. We actually just shout out to um Gia and um Miss Gia and Puma Auto Body. I think that's an Island Park, Oceanside, Puma Auto Body. You know, she came here, we just actually she actually helped us. Pay a lot of people's bills she paid a lot of people's bills for them so shout out to uh, miss gia and puma's auto body and shout out to everybody that's been supporting us um in long beach and all the businesses bricks and barley's uh the chop shop definitely trader joe's king cullen stop and shop western pizza eastern pizza everywhere you know gino's thank you guys you know for definitely supporting us and helping us nassau county food food service group you know, city of Long Beach, the maintenance and repairs, we got the air working mm-hmm. now. So, definitely, shout out to everybody that's been you know, I love everybody that loves this building. So, and helping this building. So, shout out to y'all, man, for real. Yeah, Cedric yeah,
0: Cole, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for your service. Thank you, y'all. My yes, yeah, appreciate you, bro.
1: you already know. Dude.